0: Jenny Mazels and I walking to our appearance at the Shakespeare Birthplace Trust. Jenny, are you anticipating a big crowd today? (laughs) Massive. (laughs) Massive. All right, we're about to walk into the hall. We'll find out how big the crowd is. Oh my God, they're living and breathing.
1: (laughs) I see heads and faces.
0: I think we're going to be all right. All right, here we go. Our new book, Pop-Up Shakespeare, is finally available for sale today, October 23rd, 2017 in the United States, even though it's been on sale for a month already in more civilized places like Australia and the UK. But about 10 days ago, artist Jenny Mazel's and I did a book launch event at the Shakespeare Birthplace Trust in Stratford-upon-Avon, just literally steps away from the house where William Shakespeare was born on Henley Street. Jenny and I had such an amazing time talking about the book and getting some great kids up to perform scenes from the book, and Jenny even made some fantastic props and costumes, which, as you'll hear, I was forced to wear. I had my microphone out, so what follows is an edited version of our pop-up Shakespeare book launch event held on September 24th, 2017 at the Shakespeare Birthplace Trust. Has anybody here heard of the Reduced Shakespeare Company? Okay, that's a handful. Good folks. Has anybody seen the Reduce Shakespeare Company? Okay, very good. A smaller handful of folks. But this young person down there, very. That's some good parenting right there. Um, has anybody who's heard of seeing Jenny Mazels? Just, Just
1: all live. Yeah, um, everybody. 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 Oh
0: look, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah everybody. It's fine. Perfect. Um, uh, uh, well, uh, yeah. Who, and who here doesn't know anything and is being dragged here by their parents? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a l- much larger group. Um, <laughs> do we want to tell this? No, you tell about who you, what you do.
1: So I'm a children's book illustrator, have illustrated lots of pop-up books. And I've um, I just finished Pop-Up New York, um, and I was, dr- I was driving along, and I was thinking, the next pop-up book I do, um, I want it to lend itself as well as the city books. I wanted it to be um, theatrical. And that word just stuck in my head, and I just thought oh my gosh, I know what I should do, pop up complete works of Shakespeare. Has anyone done it before? No, they hadn't. And then I knew immediately, without question, the Reduced Shakespeare Company had to write it. And I knew the Reduced Shakespeare Company because it was my first date with my now husband um, many, many years ago. <laughs> and um, so I went home and the power of social media, I, yeah, I right. tweeted Austin and I think I said, what was my tweet? It said... Uh, you
0: said, um, do you have an email? I can send you something. I promise I'm not a weirdo.
1: I, they have, well, they have like a million billion Twitter followers, so they probably do get quite a few tweets from actual weirdos. So I thought I'd better make that clear. A
0: couple of thousand, really, but still. And, well,
1: and, um, and so again, because of the time difference and being super eager and excited about the idea, I had kind of typed the pitch. And so by the time you received the tweet and then sent me a tweet back, going, sure, here's my email, I kind of pinged my pitch off. And I think you thought I was super incredibly speedy at typing. <laughs> Just like, here's the pitch already. And well, you, pitch.
0: You, your, your tweet came in and I went, Jenny Maisel, that sounds familiar. Google, Google, Google. Oh my god, I've got four of her books. And pop up London, we have given, my wife and I has housewarming gifts. Two friends that we've scratched on their couches here uh, in Britain. So I was very familiar with Jenny's work, and she said, "Do you want to write a book about a pop-up Shakespeare book?" And I said, "Yeah. What am I, an idiot? Of course. Why wouldn't I want to work with you on this fabulous stuff?" Um, well, and it's been fun for me to get to, to not only work on William Shakespeare's Long Lost First Playbridge, but to to work on this on this book because I mean I don't I don't want to. I don't want to compare myself to Shakespeare, and I don't, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to imply that I'm like Shakespeare in any way. What I want to say is that I am William Shakespeare. <laughs> like Shakespeare, I'm a, both an actor and a playwright. Like Shakespeare, I, I, I am the co-owner of a of a small theatrical company. Like Shakespeare, um, my wife and I sleep in our second best bed. Um, our first best bed is reserved reserve for the guests, unless we could steal it from the guests. Um, and also, I. I have been, embarrassingly, I have been fined for uh, maintaining a dung heap here on Henning Street. So, sorry, sorry,
1: pardon me, what?
0: Did do, uh, anybody, fr- uh, well, sometimes it's, called a, it's, sometimes it's called a okay. muck heap. Do you know what we're talking about when we talk about dung heaps and muck heaps? I see grown-ups nodding. Do any the kids know what a dung heap is? What is it? It is well spoken, young man. It is a big heap of so, poo. So
1: hang on. Sorry. Oh, sorry. So we haven't we have talked about this. So you you've got a pile of poo here. I've
0: got a pile of poo here. Here. Here in this room.
1: I, do I, can you? Is there a funny smell? Is it just making smell? Is a funny smell? Can anyone? Is it in the room? Has anyone seen? Oh, the this
0: front? this little blonde with the curls.
1: Oh. Pile of poo. Oh, yes. I'm so sorry, we shall remove it. I do apologize, so my
0: pile sorry. of poo is over in Awful. the corner, but I will be happy to sign it for you. Um, actually, Jenny made the pile of poo, all right, um, uh, so well, so with that, with that bit of biography uh, um, finished, let's jump into some aspects of the book and give you some of the highlights of the book. It's in five spreads, and I'm just so thrilled about it with it, because it just looks Beautiful. Forget about the words. You will. For just, it's just—it's so handsome. And I want to talk about this cover if we get time. Um, if we have time, uh, we start so on, with the world you, of William. You... Are you
1: going through this now? You...
0: Yeah, I thought you, it, I'll you read. Know from you the...
1: said you—you you were Shakespeare. Do you do you think he looks like Shakespeare? Can you can you just see the cover again? Do you think yeah. that is that is that a resemblance? Do no. well, no? you think we should make him look a little bit more like Shakespeare? Yeah. I just have mine. So you, Would you would you mind? Can I just put this on? Oh you? please! I, I think it kind of that's it. Just makes it more authentic for me if you're gonna, Is that better. That's better. I, I'm happy, happy with that. That's better. That's much better. Yeah, that's better. I'm happy.
0: With I've never been in a panto before, <laughs> and now I am. Well, all right. So it starts with the world of William Shakespeare. We want to welcome you to the world of William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare lived from 1564 to 1616 and is still, centuries later, considered to be the greatest living American playwright. (laughs) Uh, His world includes the... That's actually a joke that's not in the book uh, because the editors uh, and the publishers say, well, that's no, that's far too subtle. People will think you're being serious. No, (laughs) okay. All right, Um, Shakespeare's world includes the town of Stratford-upon-Avon, the city of London, and the settings of his 39 magnificent plays. But how much do you know about Shakespeare himself? Not much? No worries. Nobody else knows much about him either. We know his father was a merchant. His mother came from a very rich family and that William possibly once made gloves. We also know that the audiences who first loved his place 400 years ago and still love them today were rowdy and wanted to get involved in the action, much like the readers of a pop-up book. It's been fun for us to, you know, translate what we do um, on the stage into into pop-up books to come up with pictures and images uh, that represent Shakespeare's life. But you know what? The plays are the thing, are they not? So we'll just move on to the plays, this, and the, we start the second spread of the book is Shakespeare's comedies. Um, which are amazing, they are Much Ado About Nothing, The Comedy of Errors, Love's Labor's Lost, The Taming of the Shrew, The Merry Wives of Windsor, Midsummer Night's Dream, Twelfth Night, on the back we have As You Like It, and The Merchant of Venice. But interestingly, uh, Shakespeare loved um, having female characters dress up as men, pretend to be men in their plays. But back in Shakespeare's day, um, women were not uh, allowed really to be actors. So you had men playing, pretending to be—you you, you had men pretending to be women, who then, in the play, were pretending to be men again. So it was all very confusing. So,
1: if you were an actor in Shakespeare's time, you would have to play a woman.
0: I would, yeah, probably I would, because I would be the young handsome pretty woman.
1: You'd be the pre- do you think perhaps he should dress as a wo- woman? Do you think it might be quite good? Yeah. I think so too. <laughs> I think. I don't think he's pretty enough, but I think we should make him really beautiful for this part and dress as in Shakespeare time as a woman as the actions come. Julie, oh. you- <laughs>
0: Julia, get a good shot of this. This is my new headshot. <laughs> Saucy. Two Gentlemen of Verona, actually, the interesting part, also it has many very f- funny scenes between Lance, who was one of the character's servants, and his pet dog named Crab. Um, Shakespeare doesn't say whether Lance also has a pet crab named Dog. Um, <laughs> weirdly, back then, dogs could be actors. Women couldn't Good be actors, women, but, but dogs women. could be actors. That doesn't seem, seems hardly fair. <laughs> um, uh, well, then of course, *Midsummer Night's Dream*. Does it, do you, Has anybody seen *Midsummer Night's Dream*? You have seen it. You have seen it. Oh, can we? I wonder. Can we yeah, can we? Can
1: we do a, bit of a Who would like to do a little bit? Just a little bit of acting. We,
0: yeah. Bit. Okay. I
1: mean, what so, what yeah.
0: about this? this is, who, 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 wants, who wants to play a character who doesn't mind being laughed at? Do you, are you okay with that? Alright, why don't you come up? Why don't you come up here? <laughs> and, then and, then, and then we need a seed. cobweb. We need a puck. A cobweb and a mustard seed. You pick, Jenny.
1: Um, I think puck over here. Puck. Oh, and this, and this <laughs> and one then right here. A mustard seed? A mustard come seed. And mm-hmm. um, who else should we have? Jasmine. We need one more.
0: We need one more. Oh, this one right here. This one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
1: Perfect. All right. Okay. So, okay. hey. So we're and what is p- what
0: is your name? Will. Your Will? Oh, how perfect is that? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So you're playing a character named Bottom, who has been turned into a donkey. And you know what another word for donkey is, right? Uh, It's also a word for your bum? It's also a word for bottom? Ass? Yeah. Well, when you're doing Shakespeare, you get to say ass. Yeah. You get away with it. So you get away with it. So you have a line. You have a line. And your line is, oh, I see your knavery. This is to make an ass of me. Got it, I see your knavery, this is to make an ass of me. And the three of you are running around, casting spells on him and laughing at him. Do we, can we all practice laughing at, uh, bo- at bottom? We can all
1: help them, let's all laugh at bottom. Ready? <laughs> 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 and
0: now, so well, let's add some action to it. So uh, bottom, why don't you just take off running and say your line as you go. Just scream your line as you go. Oh, this My is line t- again. Oh, <laughs> I see your knavery, this is to make an ass of me. And you and you fairies chase it. and we'll all laugh, and we'll all laugh.
1: Go, Let's go!
0: Oh, bravo, bravo, bravo! Take a bow. Take a bow.
1: I'm Peter Holland. I'm the MacMill Family Professor in Shakespeare Studies at the University of Notre
0: Dame. And you're listening to the Reduce Shakespeare Company podcast. Where can you RSC the RSC? Our U.S. fall tour of All the Great Books Abridged, William Shakespeare's Long Lost First Play Abridged and The Ultimate Christmas Show Abridged continues next week with performances in West Long Branch, New Jersey, Aiken, South Carolina, Davis, California, Laramie, Wyoming, Asheville, North Carolina, Maryville, Tennessee, Somerville, New Jersey, San Jose, California, Algona, Iowa, Reston, Virginia, and La Mirada, California. Next winter, we'll perform William Shakespeare's long-lost first play abridged off-Broadway at the new Victory Theater in New York City. And next June of 2018, we'll take long-lost shakes to the Pittsburgh public theater to close out their season. And of course, Pop-Up Shakespeare is now available worldwide. As always, the very best way to stay up to date about all of our worldwide performance dates is to sign up for the Reduced Reader, our email newsletter. Go to ReducedShakespeare.com and click on the link to subscribe and check out our touring page for specific box office venue and ticket information. And now back to Jenny Mazels and I talking about Pop-Up Shakespeare at the Shakespeare Birthplace Trust in Stratford-upon-Avon. Shakespeare's history plays are all about the history of England, and they mostly about the kings.
1: They're all named after kings.
0: They're all, yes, all the plays are about English kings. I feel English he history. should maybe
1: look a little bit like a king. Yeah. Yeah, I feel he should wear a massive crown.
0: <laughs> that is a I,
1: I, I hereby <laughs> crown you King Austin Titchener.
0: This is the most unreduced crown I've ever worn. <laughs> this, is, this is the actual prop from the hollow crown. If you've it's, seen it, you'll I recognize it. Is your favorite of Shakespeare's history plays the one where an English king fights the French while someone else tries to take over his throne? (coughs) Ours too, how weird. (laughs) That's basically what happens in all the history plays, some of Shakespeare's most exciting tales of courage and loyalty, but also of dastardly murders and treachery. The kings in the histories, usually named Henry, but occasionally Richard and once John, were ancestors or rivals of Elizabeth I and James I, who ruled England while Shakespeare was alive. So Shakespeare was always careful to make the royal ancestors look terrific and the royal rivals look terrible. Um, and as always, there are some long story shorts here. Henry VI, Part 1. The long story short is: it's tough being the king. Henry VI, Part Two, It's Tough Watching Another Play about this King. <laughs> uh, Henry VI. Part three. Long story short, it's two plays, too many about this king. <laughs> um, the fourth spread of the book is Shakespeare's romances, um, and she's cre- Jenny's created this magnificent tempest here, created by the wizard Prospero. Okay, so so she uh,
1: has, his... has to dress up as a wizard now. So this is exhausting. Yes. Okay, fine. <laughs> here we go. I've got the perfect wizard hat oh, for you. Cool. There we go. That's the
0: most realistic hat you've drawn today. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, so Shakespeare's romances are in, 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 the, Shakespeare, in the first folio, which is the first collected works of Shakespeare's plays, published in 1623 um, and compiled by his acting friends, uh, John Hemmings and Henry Condell, um, uh, the plays were d- divided by category, comedies, histories, and tragedies. There are also some of his later comedies that are not very funny. Um, and they've got many more things going on. So they have come to be known as Shakespeare's romances um, for, uh, for many reasons. Um, and we explain it here on the welcome page. Now a romance is a love story, right? Not always. Some of Shakespeare's plays aren't as easily categorized as the comedies, histories, and tragedies. Yes, the romances feature love stories, but they also involve magic, fathers, and daughters, dastardly trickery, and of course, shipwrecks. Um, They're called romances because they're strange and mysterious, and it's also easier than calling them what they really are, tragedies with happy endings. Uh, It's perfect, too, because Shakespeare was also fascinated by the idea of romance or in its, in its traditional definition of love. As well as his plays, Shakespeare wrote 154 short, short poems called sonnets and four long poems called long poems. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they're all about love in, 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 in its many forms. But one of the challenges of, of, or one of the, not challenges, the fun bits really yeah, of
1: choosing the,
0: of the book, yeah, was choosing the most iconic images yeah. from each play. So of course, the Tempest uh, from the Tempest, or in Pericles, Pericles is forced to try to um, uh, guess the answer to a riddle, and all the people who have failed to answer the riddle have had their heads chopped off and hung up on a wall. So that's a very famous image, and that'll give you nightmares at bed. Never mind. I'll, moving on. Maybe we'll right. Moving on. on. But <laughs> of course, in the, win- the Winter's Tale, one of the most um, famous stage directions in the history of theater is from the Winter's Tale: "Exit, pursued by a bear." Um, and scary. so that's the image. That's the image Could we we've do, created. Can we do that? Can
1: we do that? Yes, we can.
0: Yes, can we, we do that? Only because we planned it. Okay. Okay. We <laughs> need
1: a bear and. We need and we need a bear and we
0: need Antigonus. Who wants to play Antigonus? Anybody? Oh, okay. The same two. The same two. I'm seeing the hands. You know what? Yes. Should we we, we make her Antigonus?
1: Okay, you can be Antigonus, and then who's the bear? This one right here. (gasps)
0: Yeah, the scary, the scariest bear here.
1: Oh, very yeah. scary! Super scary! <laughs> okay, so now there are no lines
0: directed. here, but you just have to make Action. noises. Bear, can you can you growl like a bear, but loudly? It was the sweetest
1: little growl ever. <laughs> that, it was very, that's a
0: great growl. Now, can you can you can you, can you scream? <laughs> <laughs> great. That's great, a quiet Perfect. growl. Now, can you? Exit, can you run away, and you chase her? Ready, go.
1: Go! Ah! Exit, pursued by Bear. Good
0: job. Thank you.
1: Fierce. Brilliant. Though
0: she be but little, she be fierce. (laughs) So then we end the grand finale of Pop-Up Shakespeare is Shakespeare's (laughs) Tragedies. Spoiler alert, all the title characters end up dead. Oh, you spoiled it. now. I know, <laughs> I spoiled Day. it. It's one of the problems ruined. with the tragedies. You come in knowing, oh, so... <laughs> anybody seen r- bits of Romeo and Juliet? Can
1: we can we do some acting? Did you like the acting? Do we like the acting bits? Would you like to do this? You, what's your name? <laughs> Would you like to be an actress? <laughs> You're amazing, she's already up. She's ready.
0: <laughs> all right, okay. so, so should we, go, should we cast Could, this traditionally? Should she play Clemmie, was it? Clemmie. Clemmie, should, should she, she be play Juliet or Romeo?
1: What would you like to play, Romeo or Juliet? I don't mind.
0: They don't mind. Oh, okay. Who else? Who else wants to come up? Should we go traditional? Yeah. So, who wants to? Uh, who wants to basically die <laughs> and fall down? I am
1: You're who good at falling down and dying. You've you're, got the okay, part. Okay, you've
0: got the part. You <laughs> yeah, want to come again? on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs>
0: who wants to drink poison? and Who wants to stab themselves?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you stab. You're going to okay. stab yourself, and you're going to drink poison. Okay. okay, perfect. Amazing. Okay, Okay.
0: so wh- So all you have to do is... Ju- I'm sorry, what's your name, Juliet? Saren and Clemmie. Okay. Perfect. Saren. Okay, Lovely. Saren. Saren. So what you're going to do is you drink the poison and then you go... Ah, and fall down. Can okay. you do that? Do you want to practice that? So drink so, the poison so we can see the bottle. Hold it up and drink the poison. So now drink it. <laughs> Turn around the other way so they can see. Yeah. So pretend to drink. T- tilt your head back. Aww. Oh, it's all gone.
1: Oh, no. And now, then you want to go... And now can you go... And fall down. And fall down. Don't fall down dead.
0: She's dead standing up. It's okay. All right, then you're doing oh, the great work. <laughs> oh, oh, oh
1: sweetheart! It's, oh, 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 it's not real poison. It's not real poison.
0: But Saren, everybody feels that way at the end of Romeo and Juliet. Everybody. A lot of people feel that way when they have to go see Romeo and Juliet. It's all right. Well, all right. She's poor. Juliet is dead. Romeo now sees that. Yeah. Yes. Has yes. that expression. And now. Ah, oh, oh, very good.
1: Oh, what! Wow. Oh. Amazing. Bravo.
0: Well done, Clemmy. Well done. That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Send us your enormous heap of poo via email to feedback at shakespeare.com. You can also engage with us and other fans on Facebook or Twitter. You can find easy links to all these social networks at our website, reducedshakespeare.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at AustinTitchener. And Jenny Mazels is on both Twitter and Instagram at Jenny Mazels. Thanks as always to Crab Named Dog Matthew Croak, Web Services by Ginger Power Limited, Music by John Weber and Garage band. Our random fan shout out this week goes to Evan Kirschenbaum, no reason, it's just random. Special thanks to Peter Holland, the MacMill Family Professor of Shakespeare Studies at the University of Notre Dame, and the new chair of the International Shakespeare Association. Thanks also to Adam Sherritt, Sally Gray, and Julia Cunningham of the Shakespeare Birthplace Trust in Stratford-upon-Avon for taking such good care and good pictures of Jenny and me. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. I'm Austin Titchener, 564, 1,690 seconds of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. So now, and we we encourage you all, once you've read the book, to go out and see Shakespeare's plays on stage. It's one thing to see his plays here on the pages of this book, but it's really best to see his plays uh, performed by actors, preferably actors who know what they're doing.
1: like oh, Temmie.
0: Like Clement, for instance. <laughs> and Saren and Imogen. And Will. Thank you <laughs> Thank so you much, much for coming Thank out you. Today. <laughs> it's beautiful, it's beautiful today. This podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to reduce for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much, and less. Less. So much and less. less. So much less. And so much less. So